Hi everyone, welcome to Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen, where every week a guest and I work our way through the alphabet talking about things we are obsessed with. I'm Adam Dalton Blake, and this week my friend Sally Pizzuto and I talked about how D is for drag queens. We chatted about dressing up in our mom's clothes, Bugs Bunny's profound impact on our identities, and our drag race obsessions. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod. That's O-M-D-Q-Pod. And let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Enjoy the show. Hi, Sally. How you doing? Hi. Hi. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I mean, this is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. So I'm, I'm like, here for it. I'm ready. Let's jump in. I love that. So with every guest, I uh, start with how we know each other. Because all the guests are some of my mm-hmm. friends. And that's always a fun little mm-hmm. story. So I I have my memory about how I met you, but what's your memory? Yeah. My memory is that we know each other through our friend, JJ James, mm-hmm. um, and that you guys worked together at Bonobos. Mm-hmm. Is that yes, that is correct. Um, but I met you specifically, if I remember, at a Halloween party. Oh, bitch. <laughs> where you were in the, like, yeah. um, like what's called, like, the blow-up suit. suit? The parachute suit. Yeah. And you were just yeah. living your best life. And I was like, who oh is God. this? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Halloween. Yeah, I was specifically dressed up as Abby from um, Broad City yes. as Missy Elliott in the show mm-hmm. and it was such a good Halloween. And then I had um, my, one of my best Judy's Shannon Phipps who came as my Alana mm-hmm. and we were just Ugh. rocking the improvised runway that was created in James's <laughs> backyard, which was a small strip of pavement in yes. a rat infested Brooklyn backyard, which is classic. Yeah. Classic. At like 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a recording somewhere, a video of that, and it will not be available for Patreon supporters who <laughs> do not get too excited people. It is unreleased, confidential, but exists yeah. somewhere. And I think it's actually on my Google Drive somewhere. And every time I'm sifting through trying to like free up space on my Google Drive, I'm like, what's mm-hmm. this? And I'm like, can't delete that. <laughs> That's a keeper forever. Yeah, no, that that that's going in the, like the in memoriam when one of us goes. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Okay, and then if I remember, you were dressed up as like a sexy little sailor. Is that yeah? Correct? I was like a sail. I was like a crop I was, top. Yeah, I was working on a collection that was sailor inspired, so I was like in that mindset, mm-hmm. and I like accidentally um, fell into Jean Paul Gaultier, like dressing as Jean Paul, the okay. Jean Paul Gaultier aesthetic. Um, so that was that. And then I just remember also at that party was a a person in a giant teddy bear costume. <laughs> that would be my friend Ted, who I yes. invited to the party. Yeah. And I could not stop <laughs> hugging him because I was just like, you're a yeah. giant teddy bear. And I, I could not yeah. uh, tear myself away. Oh, to be young. I know. I do remember that. And actually, here's a fun story about that teddy bear costume, which is that it was accidentally locked in um, the van that he owned and we co-parented together, Vanna White, RIP. Um, <laughs> and I had to get a locksmith to come and make us a new key because I had lost the key to the van um, so that we could get the teddy bear costume out in time for the party. But as <laughs> as people can tell from the story, it all worked out in the end to the tune of like two or $300 in cash to like a very sketchy like Brooklyn um, locksmith. But you know. It was all worth it because, like, that was the party. That was it. Oh that was just the party that everybody, like, met. Everything happened. I feel like... It was the place to be. It was. I feel like you were also interviewing people. Oh, of course. With a beer bottle. And then, you know... Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God. Totally. Speaking to the microphone. Yeah. 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 I've been I've been doing this non-professionally for years. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I guess you're right. It was a foreshadowing to this very moment, I suppose. Yeah. So, Sal, we go way back. And I feel like something we we bonded over was our love of everything drag, which is why I had to have you yes, on this episode. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I just wanted to ask about, like, what was your first exposure to drag? Like, do you remember, like, anything, like, subconsciously yeah. or, like, a moment that made you say, oh, what is this? 
Yeah, I think we all had, of course, the iconic childhood sexual awakening of Bugs Bunny dressing in drag mm-hmm. on the like, Looney course. Tunes um, situation. And I was just, thought, I think that was actually a sexual awakening for me because I remember thinking mm-hmm. like drag Bugs Bunny was like very sexy. Um, I think my other like young cartoon sexual awakening was, we've talked about this, Cleo from Heathcliff who was a very sexy cat that wore only leg warmers, had an asymmetrical <laughs> haircut, and just the littlest bit of, like, kitty cleavage. Yeah, like A little yeah. titty, if you would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I definitely remember being inspired by Bugs Bunny and drag. I think my earliest memory of, like, drag drag is probably seeing RuPaul in the supermodel video in the 90s. And yeah. just being like, this is it. This is, mm-hmm. this is it. Like... And just the joie de vivre of like that whole video, everything's so magical. Um, and then I think my first drag show, I was trying to think about what that was. I do remember, I have like a flashbulb memory of being at Pride sometime in my early 20s and walking down the street in the south side of Pittsburgh and seeing this like very, very, very tall, buxom drag queen who I think I later connected the dots and believed to be. Marsha Mallow, also known as Marsha Monster Mallow. I think there's another Marsha Mallow, so just want to clarify this is the Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh originated Marsha Monster Mallow. And um, she, like, I was enamored and I was Mm -hmm. just like sort of staring at her in awe. And I was a little worried I was like bordering on ogling. And then she just said, Hey, baby, to me. And I just, I just like, melted i was like oh "Oh my god she's she saw me she saw me (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then i would i do want to shout out one other um pittsburgh legend Ida bagel who is now based in denver who is another um amazing drag queen that i saw um one of the first drag queens i saw live in pittsburgh and she's iconic and amazing and i think those are some of my like earliest drag memories but i'm curious what yours are do you remember yeah so i i i don't think i really understood drag as a kid but i loved dressing up like a woman <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, I i didn't realize that there was like a subsection of um like a culture of this but like my first yeah. experience my exposure to drag i think was like mrs doubtfire which is like a totally oh, other yes. thing of like female impersonation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But, but like I, I just remember being like oh this is cool like this is awesome like the transformation aspect of it but then it wasn't until like truly um diving into like drag race in like the earlier seasons I was like mm-hmm. oh like the performance aspect is everything and the looks mm-hmm. and the amount mm-hmm. of work these girls have to do so it's like mm-hmm. I feel like I had the early exposure of like female impersonators um, in this way, but then the element of drag and performance came like a lot later, which I was like, I I love this. This is like everything visually (laughs) stimulating that I need as a person. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The visuals, just the visuals, just the eleganza, just the whole Mm -hmm. everything that goes into it. And it's not just like one aspect of a look it's never just one look it's a whole mm-hmm. attitude it's a performance it's the visuals and they all come together to make this like perfect beautiful drag image that we're also obsessed with um yeah yeah and you're you know a fashion queen so i'm sure mm-hmm. <laughs> that has inspired a lot for you i do now that you mentioned dress up i am thinking of my early days let me let me give you a little peek into my dress up closet as Here a we young go. child. Mm-hmm. So um, my mother Cindy had some like very cool old vintage vintage stuff from like sixties and seventies, including a pair of like brown velvet bell bottoms <gasps> that I was very obsessed with Fab. that I still have. I don't really fit into them anymore, but like I'm just keeping them for like that day, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That will probably never come, but they used to fit me even into my twenties and they're amazing. And strangely, there was this weird, like black fringe flapper dress. That just was like, <gasps> Very good. Um, strapless covered in black fringe. And like, I got my whole life 
in my mm-hmm. parents' basement in front of that mirror wearing that like black fringe dress. And I was like living, just <laughs> living fully, feeling the full fantasy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like obsessed with um, my mom's like makeup vanity. I was obsessed with it and like all of like the sponges and the brushes and all of the powders. Like there, there were no creams like for my mother. It was all like powder, powder, yeah. powder, like cakey, oh. cakey. Did you ever tap into that? I tried. I, I, I did. Um, it, it was always a thing like while like my parents were at work, I would be like, dab, 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 like make my, ro- make my <laughs> cheeks rosy. Um, but then I remember in high school, um, I was, like, into, like, thrifting and, like, seeing the world outside, like, my small suburban town and, like, what clothes were out there. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing my first pair of, like, heels that could fit me. And I was like, what is this? So I bought them, (laughs) hid them at the back of my closet. Also had, like, Mm -hmm. a robe that I had gotten for, like, a Halloween Mm -hmm. costume. And so I would just, like, prance up and down that hallway and just stomp in, stomp in the yard um, because I also fancy myself a female supermodel mm-hmm. from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I'm obviously one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. And then, yeah. And then went to college and did drag for my first and only time mm. at a drag, like, competition. Ooh. Like a, a student drag competition where they had, like, local Providence, because I went to school in Providence, um, drag queens um, and I looked amazing <laughs> but because I hadn't been exposed to like drag performance that much I'd only seen like a couple things of drag race mm-hmm. um, like a couple episodes I didn't realize like oh you should know your lyrics <laughs> like oh like lip syncing is important Girl. yeah you gotta know those lyrics okay I know so I was basically one of those like fashion queens mm-hmm. that was like posing and dancing i was dancing the house down i think but um it was not um an amazing lipstick i came in third out of four okay so you're like a lovely second alternate yeah a lovely second alternate of a world <laughs> of three alternates mm-hmm. um but my name was minnie van rental which i was very happy with oh i like that yeah, and she yeah. she had a full beat my friend um kia did my makeup i had this beautiful mm. curly like costume blonde wig that mm. was to one side she had outfit outfit reveals but i don't <gasps> think it was very good i think like in my head it was like amazing yeah well it but was. like to the audience it i i mean i'm sure i'm sure it was the, the photos were on facebook but i have since deleted facebook did you ever do drag or like um like well, a performance in any way you know um that's an interesting question because i was about to say no i never have but then i was thinking about it and was like well i've been performing as a woman for 41 years as a person that doesn't yeah. like identify as like the typical hyper femme girl i've mm-hmm. i've been performing as a woman for a long time as a as a person yeah. that also gets called sir on the phone a lot because i have a beautiful mm-hmm. contralto voice <laughs> yes contralto yeah, i've been i've been performing in drag for quite some time um but what's interesting is like back to the, like you know mummy's uh counter of uh makeup it's so funny to me because i mm-hmm. have never worn makeup as an adult except for costume makeup um, but as a kid, mm-hmm. I was very fascinated with it and thinking about your yeah. story about like the powders and like when no one's looking, I have a distinctive mm-hmm. memory of tapping into my mother's lipstick and for some unknown reason, covering my entire face, just, just forehead mm. to chin, maybe neck mm-hmm. as well in like a pinkish red lipstick, just to like, see what would happen. I don't know. I was experimenting with the medium and I was just like, what would this, you know, like I put on the lip and then I was like, what if it was a little more? What if it was a little bigger? What if it was just my whole face? (laughs) And then of course that moment of panic of like mom's coming home soon. And if she sees what I've done, I'm going to be in big trouble. So then having to like scrub it Mm -hmm. (laughs) off of my face. But yeah, I mean, I've had ideas for, well, I would get, I guess I would say my one dip into Drag King was another Halloween party also hosted by James where I performed as Chad. I don't know if you were present. Do you remember that year? That was like 
I might have been physically present. Mentally, I might have, <laughs> um, you know, been <laughs> been a little impaired. Yeah, we'll we'll get a photo for the for the Instagram and or Patreon subscribers. But um, I did wear <laughs> a, a visor, like a a wig visor combo with frosted tips. Like, um, who's that? Who's that in your face? A Guy Fieri. I was like, who's that? Pizza guy, yeah. It's like Guy Fieri realness. And then um, I penciled in like a chin strap beard. Um, I had a can of I vaguely remember this. As a prop. And then I wore Mm -hmm. um, three polo shirts with all three collars popped. Good. And then my friend friend and roommate, Matt, had lent me some like cargo shorts. Mm -hmm. And then I wore like flip flops. um, And that was the look. And then the best part was all night. And I did bind my breastises, um, which was like harder, mm-hmm. much harder than I anticipated. Oh, I'm sure. So shout out to everybody that's had to like deal with those binders. I mean, it's, it can be really mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah. But that was a very fun night. And I really just loved experiencing what I, like my my fantasy of male privilege just for one mm-hmm. day yeah like i don't think i was really fooling anybody but just the pockets alone were so <gasps> much privilege like yeah. i just was like living for those cargo pockets and then i tried to like um just act like a like a jerk all night which was fun and like <laughs> nobody cared they just laughed it off and that was great too so yeah that i guess is the closest experience i've had to like um, being a drag king, so I do have I do have my Chad side, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of maybe also having a persona that's like um, a femme drag queen, but then also like a very butch, maybe like top hat type of gentleman. Um, yeah, like a Victor Victoria situation. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And of course, my yeah. I know we might we might touch on this later, but I. I have two ideas for two different drag personas, femme drag personas. Mm-hmm. One is my um, kind of like glamazon, as RuPaul would say, look, mm-hmm. which would be Artemisia absinthia, which is the <sighs> genus and species name of Grand Wormwood, which is the stuff that they use to make absinthe. And the nickname for absinthe is the green fairy. So like it's a yes. perfect mix. I can just come mm-hmm. out in like my green emerald looks and be like, hey, what's up? So mm-hmm. um, Artemisia absinthe. Although ironically, I don't like absinthe, but I like <laughs> green things and yeah. I like the name. And it's like a little bit nerdy because it has a mm-hmm. you know scientific data to back it up. But then yeah. as you clearly pointed out to me my my comedy queen name would of course be diana ria because i love talking about diarrhea and um and poop and pee in general so that's probably a little more aligned with my personality but like you know (laughs) we're a book of many pages we can do it all we can express truly a coat of many colors i remember sitting around james's like um kitchen table coming up with drag names and Diana Rhea just came out and it was like, it, it was like the seas parted, the skies cleared, truly. And it was just, it was just like beautiful. It, it, it was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love yeah. that. It's perfect for me because I, I both have literal diarrhea very frequently and I have what some people call diarrhea of the mouth, which makes sense mm-hmm. because again, back to the Latinate origin of the word, it literally means free flowing, free flowing. So- <laughs> Just free flowing from every orifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Sally, what I love about you is you are the perfect combo of highbrow literacy and then lowbrow <laughs> just in the gutter. It's fantastic. That's who Diana Rhea yes, is. Yeah, I that is exactly love that. her, you know, so... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So speaking of drag names, so we did our, what our drag names would be. I'm Minnie Van Rental. You're obviously Diana Rhea or something very scientific <laughs> that I immediately forgot. Um, so <laughs> who are some of your favorite 
drag queens and like we'll touch on drag race so they can be like drag race drag race mm-hmm. queens or queens that are not part of the drag race echelon who 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 do you love yeah. oh god yeah it's so hard to choose because there are just so many um i like i mentioned my um my pittsburgh queens eat a bagel marsha monster mallow um yeah i don't know as many Providence-based queens yet. I just moved to Providence a couple years ago mm-hmm. and I'm still getting to know the local scene. And also, let's be real, I'm 41. She's tired. Like drag <laughs> happens at a certain hour that I am mm-hmm. not always like cogent for, but um, <laughs> I'd like to um, make the effort to like, you know, mm-hmm. do that. Um, yeah. And I do have, I did bring a visual of uh, Lee Bowery, who is another um, fab well-known like New York drag queen who I just think is so inspirational. Of course, Divine. I think that's another like early drag memory I have is watching Mm -hmm. Divine and Pink Flamingos. Ugh, there's just so many, so many to choose from. Um, But like, we'll put a pin in the drag race queens. Um, I'd love to hear who you are, who's on your list of non-drag race queens. Yeah. So I, I'm obsessed with this New York queen. Both of mine are New York queens. Um, Her name is Busted. Um, she had me rolling on the floor. Oh my God. We (laughs) saw her. It was at like a drag race viewing and obviously like they have hosts, these, these, um, drag queen hosts who are amazing and really just have the hardest job of corralling these gays, um, who are in in like a tizzy over, yeah, drunk gays. And they just have to command the stage and she is the fun, her persona is like she's like a soccer mom and she has like the bob mm. hair but she's also oh, um bless. like just bust like cigarette out her mouth um <laughs> like three drinks Such in like wh- white wine yes. um uh, and love that. oh it was just so funny just um because she like makes her own mixes and it was a lot of um yeah like in jokes within the community and a lot of like celine dion and um Mm. like uh whitney houston but edited so that like it's busted um so i'm (laughs) obsessed with her and then also in queens there's um there's suddenly seymour suddenly seymour exactly who i'm obsessed with because uh we're both broadway girls you and me and so um I just love, love everything she does. She really puts on a fantastic yeah. show. Yeah. And what's the name of that bar that we saw her uh, at? Albatross. Like Buzzards. Albatross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buzzards. Oh my God. I think go to Buzzards and then suddenly Seymour goes to Albatross. <laughs> Whatever yeah. large bird of prey. Actually, yeah, Albatross, I don't know if Albatross is a bird of prey, but it's a big bird. She's a big Oh, it's a big bird. bird. It's a big old <laughs> bird. Yeah. <laughs> so then getting into, uh, Drag race, who who do you love? Mm-hmm. What, what's what's your type of drag race oh archetype? Who okay. do you love? Yeah, like it's again like alphabetical, chronological. Like there's just so many, but I would say certainly high in my echelon, Latrice Royale. Mm-hmm. I'm just obsessed with her. I want to be a member of the royal court. I'm just like here for everything she does. She's so glamorous. She's so like funny. She just mm-hmm. everything she says is like pearls of wisdom um love her i love to to go back to like very old school first season second season i remember i remember before the show came out now you may be Mm -hmm. too young to remember but (laughs) before the show came out i heard i caught a whiff of the show coming out and i said oh my new favorite show like Mm -hmm. before i'd even seen a single episode so i loved angina from season one um, (gasps) yeah yeah, flowers from season one Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm like, I just, we just, uh, as we're recording this, the most recent season was the all stars, all legends and all pretty winners, much yeah. every girl on that season. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. All winners. Like, oh, just Shea Coulee, Evie Oddly. Um, God, who else is on that season? Everybody's so exceptional oh jada essence hall like mm-hmm. i'm just so here for it manila luzon another absolute yeah, yeah, of mine. Yeah. and then of course i gotta shout out my girl sharon needles because she is also a pittsburgh queen and i do remember another like one or two you know instances of running into her 
both before and after she was famous. So I definitely like, so I'm a photographer by day sometimes Mm -hmm. and I photographed an event for a gay choir, Renaissance city choir. And they had like a little, basically a ball. It was like a little dance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was taking pictures and Sharon needles was there. And like, I can't remember if she was like working the event or just like present, but in drag. So that might've been my first time like meeting her but i later saw her at a coffee shop out of drag and my friend and i were like that's sharon needles like we were like pretty like she made us a cup of coffee we were like oh Um, Oh. and then i ran into her post her drag race win once in new york i was like of all things walking to the chinese consulate to pick up a visa for a friend of mine who Mm -hmm. was out of town and like came to New York just to get his visa. And they were like, it's not ready. Come back next week. And he's like, uh, uh nope. I cannot do that. So I was like, I got you. And uh, it would have been an annoying task if it weren't for the fact that on my way out, I met Sharon Needles and she was in full drag in the middle of the day. And I lost my mind. and was like, oh my God, I love you. Oh my God, I'm not Oh my God, what's up? <laughs> and she let me take a picture. She was very gracious. She was very kind. Um, but yeah, so I've had a few, a few brushes with fame with Miss Sharon. Wow. You've had the, the before, during and after. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll see each other again. Every once in a while, uh, my Pittsburgh gays tell me about a sighting. They'll see her at the bars Mm. and be like, oh yeah, I saw Sharon. She was like, you know, wearing this very fancy leather jacket or like kikiing with this person or whatever. So She's on my radar. She's on my radar for sure. How um, fun. But I'm curious who's in your Hall of Fame. Yeah, so my first experience with Drag Race, which I'm very uh, fortunate, was season six, oh, which wow. I think is wow. the best season of Drag Race ever. Oh. Um, and Bianca I, Del Rio? Bianca Del Rio. She has yeah. my heart in, in a huge yeah. way. She was like my first exposure to like this drag excellence just like good at everything mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. She sure i is. think she's so funny oh my god yeah so she's definitely i think she's definitely my fave 100 percent. Mm, i love her i have a bike named stevie bianca del rio i was just gonna name her stevie but i bought her on mm-hmm. the internet through like craigslist or something and when i bought her she said del rio on the side and i was like well should have called her Bianca, but she was already Stevie in my heart. So she's like full name, like Bianca, like Stevie Bianca Del Rio. Um, yeah, Stevie so. Bianca in quotation marks Del Rio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or middle name, whatever. Yeah, she's yeah. she's present. I oh, I love Bianca. She is so hilarious, so funny, so New York. Um, yes, very New York. I think that's the vibe I like. Yeah, she's a, what do you call it in the industry? A draper. Ooh, yes. Well, yeah, she's a costumer. Um, Yeah, okay, tell me what that means. Yeah, so she worked on costumes for Broadway shows in, like, her day job. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so also hearing Bianca Del Rio talk shit about certain Broadway stars is, like, (laughs) it's a Venn diagram of, like, everything Uh, um, in my life that is good. Um, But, yeah, yeah, so she's a a professional costumer, so she could just whip out a dress in in like two seconds flat but then also my other favorite um drag queen is from um canada's drag race um which mm, i'm obsessed with canada's drag race it's so good okay. it's the okay. winner of the first season uh priyanka priyanka and bianca <gasps> maybe that's an <laughs> thing yeah you do, oh you do. Uh, so i was lucky enough to go to drag con this year because mm. i was dressing oh. someone who was there and oh, I, um, I know it was wild. It was wild. Um, can you say who is that allowed? Is that confidential? Oh yeah. No, I was dressing Joseph Shepard who does like drag Ooh. race, like interviews and stuff. Um, Ooh, and great. so oh, that was really fun. But, um, seeing all these drag Queens in real life was really crazy because everyone is either yeah way taller than you think they are or way shorter than you think they are and priyanka was like a million feet tall um Mm -hmm. but side note also about uh um, drag con there was like an unspoken competition among all the gay men there of who could wear the shortest Mm -hmm. shorts um i did you win 
I I like to think that I placed. I think um, so. There mm-hmm. were different days. There were three days, and I was there for because okay, I was dressing yeah. for all those days. And I would say on like one or two days, I placed maybe like top four, but other days I was Ooh. like top ten. You know? Oh wow! It's like, but it, it was it was so funny. It was just like uh, all the side I have like so his shorts are shorter than mine, and then come back from the bathroom, your shorts are just rolled up a little higher. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty pretty fabulous or the next day you got to go shorter until there's just no is it like no okay let's imagine the shortest version of a short is it like coming up above the hip bone or is it do you start to reveal from the other side and just see like a little low rise high rise moment yeah like i think it's like basically you're getting into like a denim speedo situation it's just like it rises Mm, at the side seam and it just like goes (laughs) like yeah it's like you're you're um yeah it's like you have a bunch of acute angles that just keep getting higher and higher (laughs) i love that yeah you heard it here first from a real fashionista yeah (laughs) drapery draping drapery (laughs) draping not drapery and costuming and acute angles <laughs> there you go we're doing math science we're doing stem here yes yes <laughs> this is a stem podcast <laughs> so yeah, um w- what are your opinions on drag race like do, do you watch what do you watch what what's your type of drag race um, great question what do, we, what do you like about well i will say this i'm a pretty ride or die fan i will watch um whatever they put out for the american version like i'm gonna watch it i'm not mm-hmm. like above it um, yeah. I understand and validate much of the critiques, which are, you know, are many. And I, I, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot to critique there for sure. But like, am I, am I going to critique it so hard? I'm not going to watch it. Right. Maybe not. You know, I've been fans since day one, like before day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been, I've just, you know, I've watched every season. I always try to watch right when she comes out. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen all the international ones, but like, honestly, who can keep up at this time? I mean, there's just It's so a lot. Now. It's like full on Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that it's gotten so big in a way, but I, I heard a critique recently that was like, um, RuPaul shouldn't host every single one because they want to have like local people that understand the culture mm-hmm. of like wherever it's located. And I was like, that's pretty, that's a pretty good point. That's pretty valid. Yeah. So um, I'd like to see more of that. Um, the only international one that I have watched is the, just the first season of the UK one, which mm-hmm. I did enjoy. Yeah. yeah, And I'd like to watch more. It's always a question of like how to find, it's not for lack of wanting to watch. It's mm-hmm. that I don't know how to stream it, honestly, that I haven't watched more of the international yeah. season. So yeah, I'm a fan. I'm here for it. Um, but like, do not at me because I, I'm just going <laughs> to pre-validate all your criticisms. Like, yes, RuPaul has done many problematic things. Yes. There's like plenty of issues. You could talk about the show. Yes. I know things are edited. Things are produced and I'm also going to watch. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it's, a uh, a wonderful platform and really sparkly, yes, which is uh, something that is lovely that we don't get to see often on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that like another criticism is that it's like taken drag from the margins and made it more mainstream. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, but like, great. Like there's room for both, you know, like, why yeah, there's room have, for both. Like, yep. You know, both, both of the same. And like anything that brings, um, something that was in the margins into the spotlight to be highlighted. I'm like here for that. I do think it's like changing drag in some ways that are, I don't know, you could make judgments about whether you think it's good or Mm -hmm. bad, but I'm like, again, there's, we can have both. And um, I'm just like, yeah, more drag is more better to me. Honestly, I'm just like the more drag that I get to see, the more the drag is available for other people to see. I'm, I'm like for that. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel. That's I love that. Speaking of more drag, the better. This leads perfectly into our game that we're going to play, Sally. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. So, I'm so excited. So this game that we're going to play is called Drag It Out. And so I'm going to give you um, certain either celebrities, famous people, characters, and we're going to do a brief little rapid fire chat about okay. what their drag persona would be. 
Okay. Like okay. how would, how they would present, how would they perform? Okay. And some of these are very catered to you, Sally, because I know you very well. Oh, thank God. I was like, please don't say anyone I don't know. I'm going to be so embarrassed. Like, No, I got you. Um, and it will be evident by the first person we are going to talk about. Okay. So um, the drag persona of Miss Angela Lansbury. <gasps> yes, I knew it was going to be Angela. <laughs> yeah, she's already a drag queen in so many ways. Exactly. Everybody mm-hmm. knows I'm a huge fan of Angie from Murder, She Wrote to... Um, her early days, she was on radio. She was mm-hmm. on radio. I mean, that's how long she's been in the business. Um, and I was going to say, uh, her she premiered the role on Broadway of Maine, of Antony mm-hmm. fame. Sliding down those stairs. So, I know. I was just thinking when you were describing the look with the bathrobe and the heels, I was like, that's Maine. <laughs> yes. That's Auntie Maine. Yes, like, yes, perfect. of course, of course. So, okay. So, are we coming up with just like... A, a name, a vibe, like a vibe, a vibe. Like one a.m., Angela Lansbury's on stage. <laughs> what is she giving us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think she's definitely giving us Broadway realness because she is mm-hmm. a Broadway queen. Um, I think she's also giving us. She's a she's a certified dame. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think like her drag persona would be like a very upper crust aristocratic lady. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like. <laughs> Benda La Creme's portrayal of Maggie Smith in uh, Snatch Game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Citrus, can you imagine? Yeah, like that kind of. <laughs> yes, that's very that. kind of the vibe. Yeah. I'm into what that. do you think? Yeah. Any other things to add? I think she's a vixen. I, I think she's giving us vixen. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. And like, like, I'm like decolletage and like a slit mm-hmm. and being like. Yeah. I'm Ann, like, I, I could even see her just going as, like, Angela. Or oh, Angie. Angela. Angie's good. Angie. I love that. Yeah, Angie. All right. Miss Tick. Angie. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, oh. next, um, also catered to you, the late, great B. Arthur. Ah, oh, B. Arthur. Now, there's a, there's a woman who's just so much more than woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And, and a drag queen. Also, like portrayed a woman on television for so many years. Like mm-hmm. what, what, a, what an amazing queen. Yeah. I mean, so I actually could see her as an incredible drag king. Yes. I think she could come out and slay as like, um, so what's the female, the male to be is Beatrice. What's the male Beatrice? Um, Beatrice. Ooh, ooh, like, Beatron. like, um, ooh, Beatrice is kind of futuristic. <laughs> Yeah, I, or like Ben. Like she could come out as like Ben yeah. Arthur, and she's just Ooh. like um, full suit, like um, just very parlor gentleman kind of vibes is what I could see. Yes, from, like a smoker jacket situation. Or maybe maybe we flip B and Arthur. Maybe she's Arthur B. Fantastic. Oh my god. Oh, my god. oh man, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Check. We did it. Tick. Arthur B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Next bit of a wild card. What type of drag okay. will we see from Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Ooh, okay. You know what I would imagine for him is like, do you remember? I get this a lot of drag race references here, but do you remember the episode where they made over the the uh, cat or not the cast, the staff of RuPaul's Drag Race, and they had oh yes, a cameraman yes, yes. or mm-hmm. producer Sarge who became yes, Sarge Wintergreen because Pep- mm-hmm. Peppermint made over yep, that yep. person and. Yeah, Wintergreen just came out like and like was like so butch it, as a man, and then came out as Wintergreen and was just such a little slut. And I was like mm-hmm. so here for it and such a little yes. like flirt. So again, mm-hmm. like I think like Vixen, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson would be like just a like itty bitty like cinched waist like hyper fat like like Violet Chachki style, but with like a yeah. little bit of a bigger build, you know. Yeah, yeah, I want like like Romy and Michelle good. aesthetic, like really like mm. feminine, like marabou, tiny mm. dress situation. Mm. Yeah, and I think her name would be Roxy. Dwayne Roxy. <gasps> Dwayne the Roxy? Ugh, that's good. Yes. That's good. Yes, the Roxy. Yeah. That's yep. so good. Check. Oh, okay, uh, tick, check. Um, okay, uh, ran- random, this is a character slash um entity in my life lassie okay 
What is Lassie giving Ooh, us for Lassie. drag? A lot of, lot of hair to work with. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, is Lassie already a femme? Like the character Lassie? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I would She's assume femme, so. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Femmes can be drag queens or drag kings, of course. Everybody can be anything. Um, yeah, I do think Lassie could be a real like Farrah Fawcett type because of the hair. <gasps> Very so good. She could just be like blown out and away from the face. I'm going to introduce your audience to one of your favorite words that I made up, fallsy fallsy. Like Lassie has very fallsy fallsy hair. Um so like fallsy fallsy is like traditionally very tight curl but can also be like very um long curly hair as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lassie could have that fallsy fallsy hair given Farrah Fawcett realness. Wait, Sally, can can you explain the origin of Fawzi Fawzi and where it comes from in your life? <laughs> okay, well, so when I was a child, my mother had an 80s perm because it was the 80s. She had like very short hair and that just like really tight, tight perm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was just her hair for my entire life as a as a young person and then into the 90s, early 90s. And then one day she just like let it grow out straight. And for those of you viewing the video version of this, I have very straight hair and so does my mother. Um, So I was like shocked that she just like went to this like flatter hair Mm -hmm. just only because I wasn't used to it. She looks great no matter what. And, you know, all hair is great hair. Um, But I was like, mom, what happened to your fallsy fallsy hair? Like, I just was like, who are you? I just was like shocked. I just like, are you my mother? (laughs) So that's the origin of Falsy Falsy. But yeah, back to Lassie. I think she's mm-hmm. given like coochie realness. I could see her with like a very cute, like pink frosted lip kind of um, vibe. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining almost like a Southern Belle kind of like oh, cute. white eleganza, like a lace and like a parasol, you know? Oh, very, comes out, yes. like, You know how dogs come out Classic. with that little parasol and they go on their high lengths? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lassie. Yeah. And her name's just La- Lassie the Lass. Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah, it's giving um, Barbara Streisand in Hello, Dolly. Mm, yes, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah, mm-hmm. very yeah, that. you got it. <laughs> All right, tick, check. And then our mm. last one. So we've already touched on this a little bit, but I would love to explore it a little bit more. Bugs Bunny in drag. Oh. What would they be what would they be doing these days? Okay, wow. See, this is such foreshadowing. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so you're saying like, what would Bugs Bunny in drag be doing now? Or like what yeah. would Bugs Bunny's current drag look be? Maybe a bit of both. Like how have they evolved what mm. they're doing? Are they on social mm. media? Are they, um, oh, yeah. you know, what are they, what are they giving us? That's true. Well, let's think about this. Um, Bugs Bunny is definitely, definitely an influencer. I think. We I think agree. so. I think so. I think she'd definitely be on social media. So I can see her being like a selfie look queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to imagine what the updated look is. I mean, while we're talking about this, I have to ask if you have seen the new Space Jam. Or the old Space I, Jam. Yes, yes. Um, I watched the old Space Jam a bunch of times because I grew up in a house uh, with an older brother who loves sports. And so I was oh, just like right. a big sports sport. Because like, I, was, I was like, oh, it's a sports movie. But then it's like, you know, it's actually um, Lola <laughs> Bunny being very sexy. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then I watched the new one and I slept through some of it. Mm, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The new one didn't have, they both have pros and cons. I'll put it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like the length of the original movies. one. The length of the original one is really yes. good. It's very short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, but I was going to, yeah, reference Lola Bunny, because I think she's mm-hmm. serving, yeah. like, banji girl realness, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which I could maybe see for, for Bugs as well. Like, do you think they're, like, a sister act? Yeah, or, like, could Bugs be the face of, like, Fenty for rabbits, you know? <gasps> like, Very good. Could she, like, turn that kind of, like, urban look? Or, like, Lola Bunny could do that as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the idea of maybe them as a sister act, and, like, maybe Lola's more banji and, like, Bugs is a little more... Um, I want to say highbrow she's not quite she's certainly no southern belle like lassie yeah i think no. her look is a little more modern a little more updated mm-hmm. um but of course i don't i know so little about like 
current trends in fashion. I think most of what I know about fashion is through the lens of drag, honestly. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, so, it starts with drag, right? And then it trickles down to the rest of us. Exactly I just it. like the idea yeah. of Bugs and Lola together, their branding just being the carrot tops. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. And I also like that that would really push Carrot Top the Comedian down in the Google ratings. I think we all need that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do not at me, Carrot Top, as if you (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, the Carrot Tops, Lola and Bugs. Oh, wait, we have to come up with like a good drag name for Bugs. Like, Uh, yeah, Jugs Bunny. Oh, Jugs Bunny. Oh, yes, that's it. Jugs Bunny. Perfect. Jugs right. and Lola. Jugs and Lola could be the Jugs. Like Lola So Jugs. good. Yeah. yeah. Very I good. I love that. Okay, I'm into that. We figured it out. We figured out everyone's persona. <laughs> this was a fun game. Thank you, Sally, for playing that game with me. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. Yeah, of course you crushed it because you crushed everything. <laughs> um, so we're wrapping up here, but every week I turn the tables and ask my guests what they're obsessed with. in a segment we call Guest Obsessed. Uh, So Sally, what have you been obsessed with recently? Okay, obviously so many things, but um, because it is now the month of October, again, Mm -hmm. as we are recording this, um, the new Hocus Pocus movie Mm -hmm. just dropped, Hocus Pocus 2, and I am officially obsessed. Yes. Um, And it, it intersects so many things that I'm interested in of course one being drag because we all know of course. the sanderson sisters are drag 100 mm-hmm. um the wigs the drag and then um some of our listeners may not know that several key parts of this film were filmed in providence which is where i currently reside <gasps> and it was a big hubbub because unlike new york which just has like movies filmed all the time mm-hmm. or, or like la when a movie gets filmed here people are talking about it and it's a big oh yeah deal. And I remember seeing like the tents up in like one of the parks nearby. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel bet. I feel <laughs> like she's here, you know? And I just like was so uh, excited to just know she was sharing the same city as me for, for a brief shining moment. Um, so for anyone who cares about Providence, there's a few key scenes where you can pick out a few like fun landmarks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, have you watched it? Have you watched the new one yet? It just oh, yeah. dropped on Friday. Oh. We loved it. We okay. absolutely okay. loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Amazing. so good. It's it's so good. It's like all the fun and camp of the original one, which like one of the things I love about the original is that it's just the three stooges as witches. Like oh, that's truly. basically the vibe. It's like truly vaudeville. Um, but they've like updated it so we can enjoy um some of the more uh modern aspects and there's a little less of the problematic stuff that we have from any movie in the 90s mm-hmm. yep, yep, um, yep. even though again both have pros and cons you know I, mm-hmm. I will say one thing i missed that i wished would have been at least touched on or even just lightly referenced in the new movie was um you remember those two bullies that like stole um whatever that main kid's name was, stole his sneakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And then they put, the witches put him in those two hanging cages in their little like hut yeah. or whatever. Yep. And then their feet are dangling out of the cage and they yell to the kid whose shoes they stole like, hey, help us out. And he just yoinks those sneakers off his feet, their feet and just says, bye. And he leaves them hanging <laughs> there. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love that that is yeah, like, unresolved. So and that like, we have no idea if they like, ever got out if they just mm-hmm. died in there if they like if somebody kept them a lot like there's just so many amazing ways that could have gone and i was like oh please let them be in the new one and i was like maybe they like mm. had some potion where they lived forever and they're still a lot i mean not that they wouldn't oh. be dead because it was only mm-hmm. 30 years ago but like they wanted <laughs> them to still be alive uh-huh. or be part of something or like have something very yeah. like creepy happen to them or whatever yeah. and they were just like not not even in the story at all. And I think that was a missed opportunity. But otherwise, a, a very fine film in all other accounts. Mm-hmm. And the wig technology has advanced. The makeup yes, definitely. is great. The costumes mm-hmm. are great. They brought back all the classics from the original, including... Is there a name for like that weird walk that they do? Because... Obviously, yeah, it's like it's like a bit of like a like a lattice step situation of like a mm. like a hot cross yes. buttons. That's what I think of when I think yeah. of that walk. 
Yeah. Oh, and there's more singing in this one, which is another like A plus yes. plus for me. Mm-hmm. Love that. Which is love fantastic. that. So. I would have loved it if it was a full musical. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I was like, so here for that. And then um, I loved the new cast, the young ladies. Yeah. Being so cute. Present. I liked the backstory that they gave like, mm-hmm. this kind of feminist backstory yep. to the Sanderson sisters. And then almost like had a moral at the end, which is kind of wild because the first one that just had had nothing of the sort. So no. make of that what you will. But um, yeah, I think we have to make our own fanfic of like what happened to those guys in the cages. Like I really, I want something like lightly gruesome, uh-huh. but not too gruesome, you know? Yeah, I like the idea that like they're still alive in those cages, but in the movie they're played. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, 30 years later? So they're played by like Rob Lowe. <laughs> Yeah, like we get some like yeah, it's like Ethan Hawke, Rob Lowe, right? Yeah, so we get some like Gen Xers in those cages, and we're mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, oh Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd would be a good. Well, he looks the same. Yeah, type. that's oh, also true that. though. We need someone that hasn't aged as well. I think so. Or <laughs> there was like a part of the spell, part of this like the spell in the original was like candle from the fat of a hanged man, and then there was also a dead man's toe and i was like oh maybe like one of their toes was used in a spell like if oh, they did die you. like one of their toes was used in the spell or like the hanged the hang they were one of the because ha- they were hanging in the uh-huh. cages yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Are, like hanged killed like you know so it's just like a lot of ways it could go anyway that's wow. my that's you my did a full deep analysis a full deep analysis <laughs> A five-paragraph essay on this with cited mm-hmm, sources. Mm-hmm. That is, yet yes, again, the yes. highbrow, lowbrow that we love from a Miss Sally Boone. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and with that, Sally, I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast. You are oh a delight. You can talk about anything, and I greatly appreciate that in a friend of mine. Um, I love you so much. Um, do you have anything that you want to promote or get out into the world? Sure, sure. Um, I have, I don't know when this is coming out. Um, so this might not be relevant, but I do mm-hmm. have some work up in a show in New York City that is on view until October 17th. Um, it is in a show called Darwin's Paradox, and it is at the School of Visual, Art, Visual Arts Flatiron Gallery on 21st Street. So any New York listeners, if this comes out before October 17th. Um, that's happening. Um, and you can find me on the social meds at Sally Bizzuto Creative. Um, and I'm sure that'll go in the show notes. So I don't of have course. to for anybody. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I do, I am part of Sally's newsletter. Mm, yeah, I send out a pretty good newsletter. So you can find that on my website, sallybizzuto.com, which is also linked on my Insta. So whichever one you fancy, um, you can find it through there. Oh, fabulous. Oh, thanks for coming on. Mm. Um, if anyone listening wants to follow along a little bit more, you can find us on social media at omdqpod. That's omdqpod, Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen podcast. Um, on yeah, on all the social medias and clips on TikTok, and then listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Sally, thanks for coming on. I love talking to you. Bye.